0: Things go better when they go your way. And with Windows PCs powered by Intel, you can make, share, and do what inspires. Whether you want a laptop, a tablet, or something for gaming, you'll have devices that were made for you to keep doing what inspires you and everyone else. Learn more at windows.com slash made to
1: inspire. Staples Connect brings the school supplies zhuzh in a year when we need it the most. They've got more backpacks, more pens, more supplies than you ever thought possible. And they're ready to fill any list with a store full of great deals. So double knot your shoes, gas up the minivan or Prius or whatever, and smear war finger paint on your face. Staples is more than ready for back to school. Visit your local store or staplesconnect.com for inspiration.
2: Did you sleep on the wrong side? I'm catching a fat five, and it's contagious. What's the latest? Speak your heart, don't bite your tongue, don't get it twisted, don't misuse it. What's your problem? Let's resolve. We can solve it. What's the cause is? It's official. You got issues. I've got issues. But I know I miss you. Am I supposed to change? you're supposed to change? Who should be hurt? Who should be blamed? Am I supposed to change? Are you supposed to change? Who should be hardened? will we remain Oh I We need a resolution We need a resolution We have so much confusion We have so much confusion you let me know oh, you okay. let me <laughs> um, <laughs> It
0: is It is fascinating I mean I guess I can't believe that it, Like this year it will be 20 years since Aaliyah died 20 years not- seem like it has been 20 years since we lost Aaliyah but shout out to her man and this weird rendition it was like slower I don't know if you like <laughs> if you were trying to like chop and screw it I don't know either way
1: we will remember Aaliyah's legacy That's this weird rendition I've done thank dying. her for her gift Aaliyah Dana Horton we speak your name always uh you were a breath of fresh air in a moment in time. Um, so many nostalgic memories attached to Aaliyah songs and Aaliyah choreographed dances from videos and you know, Aaliyah hairstyles and fashions. So yeah, it's been twenty it's been twenty years since that album and it's it will be twenty years um since her her untimely passing so I just thought that's how I would open up with my weird rendition <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if that was offensive but I was like I'm trying to catch the Child beat please. I'm trying to
2: catch the rhythm the I, can't, I can't <clears throat> did you slip on the wrong side I'm catching a oh, changed vibe and it's contagious okay. Okay. what's the latest I mean, another, speak okay. your heart don't bite your tongue care. <laughs> I'm just
0: trying to we're just gonna Is up. that it no?
2: It was a little bit faster.
1: Uh, uh, okay. so yes. I don't remember it being so just put the rock no, side of the belt. I'm saying the <laughs> second time you did it
0: was faster than the first. But we don't have to do this anymore. Praise the Lord niggas. Okay. Praise the Lord niggas.
1: <laughs> Praise the Lord niggas.
0: We are back. Um, Ooh. and I'm Kia, and that <laughs> over there is Jade. And we are here to discuss the ghettos of adulthood, honey—the worst hood we've
1: ever endeavored to live in. What a what a trashy mess! Um, The test, the trials, the tribulations, the track stars, the track runners, not even and the light tire tread of being an adult of the year of 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 our Lord.
0: Not even. (laughs) Okay. All right. Whatever.
1: It's fine. So what's going on this week, man? are no, things, the, the track marks. Uh, you know they're good. I am actually technically is... not here right now. This is true. I... <laughs> technically, um, Key and I are recording early uh, because I am on vacation right now. Yeah. Uh, somewhere we are in the, the northwest region of the country, uh, trekking through the redwoods and or watching wells um shout out to you human who tweeted me with that awful fucking video of those people whale watching in the ocean on little boats stupidly uh and a whale jumped up and basically scared the shit out of everybody literally so well i don't blame the whale because you were at the whale's house uninvited Oh, agreed i agree but these people were on like kayaks or paddle boats oh, or some dear. stupid ass this shit. This is in the why middle I don't outside. But
0: I wish you all the
1: best. Thank you, sis. I will I will outside for I will outside so hard for Please. the both of us.
0: Because I'm never outsiding.
1: I know. And but I'll that always is, <laughs> yeah. So How are you?
0: Listen, I am present. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, I as much.
0: <laughs> and that's all that
1: I have. Um, Has it been a rough day?
0: I am in a very uh, intense season of work. I'm always working very hard, but this is just kind of like an unprecedented time of pressure. Okay, Um, fair. And I have many jobs, so it seems like all deadlines and responsibilities and deliverables are all happening at one time. And, you know... I, I can have, dig it. I have no time for anything other than
1: work. Matt, so I can dig it. That can that can be frustrating. Um, so I understand. So you being present is enough, and we're grateful for your presence. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> y'all should see this constipated ass smile. <laughs> 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 Well, it's let's fine, get into though. some trash. I'm grateful for all of the jobs that I have and I will show up and I will work them. I know that's right because um, you get to what? Roll around in that big giant bed of yours when it's all said and done um, with that amazing headboard. Y'all should
2: see Kia's fucking okay.
1: headboard. Okay. okay. It's, it's incredible.
2: Well, yes. Uh, we should travel on into the trash. Let's travel on trash.
1: to the trash. Yeah, we got quite um, so a bit of so that we can it.
0: get to the things that need to be gotten to.
1: Let's do it.
2: Okay. A clean up woman.
1: Okay. So the trash is um pretty heavy this week. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Susan Douglas passed away. Yeah, um, she did. Very sad. Such a staple yeah it was really sad to hear i believe she was 64 years old um suzanne was a a staple in our black hollywood you know those faces that you always see and you always know she was in the parenthood uh with friend to the show and and be the beautiful reagan gomez um she was in set it off she was in waiting to exhale like she's just been in a laundry list of things and a staple on our TV screens for quite some time now. So it was really sad to hear about her untimely passing um, and love to her family, her loved ones, um, to her friends, to her, her former co-ho- uh, co- um, co-stars and things like that. We just want to send love in that direction. Absolutely. Next. Um, so, like I said, we're recording early. Um, and this morning I woke up to the news that the president of Haiti had been assassinated.
0: Very, very sad. I don't understand.
1: So I know there's been a lot of political unrest, a lot of protests and things that have been happening for quite some time. Um, specifically, I think pretty heavy since February, um, I could be wrong, but I think pretty heavy since February, especially. Uh, he was, he's been president since 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know there's been some controversy around that and like different feelings. But overall, I'm, I'm, my prayers are for Haiti, for the mm-hmm. people of Haiti, Same because way. this is really sad. I mean, you know, it, people being killed in their beds and their sleep like that ain't it. You, but I don't really know the ins and outs of his dealings. The people of Haiti, though, I can say have dealt with so much, like mm. so much. I remember reading some stories some time back about the these these military militias that would come through neighborhoods and they were killing families and there were kidnappings. And there was there's just been so much turmoil and unrest that it's 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 just heartbreaking because there's so many innocent people involved in all of this who don't get to live peaceful lives because of political bullshit. So, um, and let me not even call it bullshit because I know it runs deep, but I just really, my prayers are really just for the people of Haiti. That's ultimately like the bottom line on my end is my prayers are for the people of Haiti.
0: Very, very sad, scary times. Um, And I mean, I agree that, you know, I don't know. It's like (laughs) you wake up in the morning, you don't know what you're going to see across your phone, across your television or whatever way that you get the news. Um, It's just a crazy time to be alive. So, I mean, I want to echo your sentiments and just keep the citizens of Haiti in prayer. Like, it just seems like they are... You know, constantly being tested yeah. with extreme hardship and difficulties of all kinds, of all nature, and whether it be natural disaster, political unrest, economic hardship—it's just so much happening. Um, and political so, corruption. It's so much, and yeah, you know, shout out to the people who are are still there, still. Uh, you know celebrating history and culture and thriving and you know just showing up and being being themselves um and trying to you know leave a better legacy in the country of Haiti
1: Oh man um it's just especially as being one of the first the first black republic and it's just it's just it's just heartbreaking i really just pray for the citizens like you said it's really just for the citizens Political corruption just seems to run so rampant, and it's so heartbreaking to see how it affects people that it should not affect. Um, So, yes, please keep Haiti in your prayers. Um, So last week we talked about Shakari Richardson a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, We got, you know, we got a comment. Somebody said that Michael Phelps actually was, uh, he was, uh, penalized and removed from competing for six months because of his video. So that was our mistake. No, but... I didn't say
0: that he wasn't penalized. <clears throat> I said he wasn't. He didn't test positive. Um, mm-hmm. Like Shakari, you did, you did like say that Shakari did. But um, I reckon I know that there were many consequences that he had to pay. I'm just saying the nature of the uh, quote offense quote offense mm-hmm. was was different, and so the penalties mm-hmm. were different. But I wasn't. And forgive me if if.
1: That's what I, was implied. I probably said something. I didn't. Yeah, I, 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 I said white people get away with a whole bunch, so I'm sure I was wrong somewhere. <laughs> but, and, but I still think they do that. Does that, that does a go without uh, that? It's actually a thing. But he in this particular did case, I lose get it. He a lot. He, he but this did, ain't about Michael Phelps. Absolutely. Um, it, you know, it's about the Olympics and the overall uh, issues that they need to fix within within that system, which goes bigger than the Olympics. However, this is not about that. So Gabby, Gabby Thomas, who is also a track runner, um, had some comments around people talking about boycotting the Olympics because yeah. of Shikari's suspension. And um, she was like, you know, it really hurts to see so many black people choosing not to watch the Olympics this year. There's so many black athletes who have put in years of hard work for this moment, myself included, and we want your support, which is very fair and very valid. Um, you know, Shakari." actually spoke and said listen I knew the rules um and despite everything that I was going through in my life I broke those rules and I have to suffer the the consequences of those and so that's that speaks very much to what Kia was speaking on last week uh and you and it was a very valid point you're absolutely right so um does that again Mean that there are not some fundamental flaws within these systems. Absolutely not. But mm-hmm. we can discuss both of these at the same time. Like right. you said, two things can't be true at the same time. So mm-hmm. that was just a note from Gabby Thomas.
0: Well, and I think it is very sad to see it come to this, right? So like you know, and end like so quickly, right? So when mm-hmm. when uh, I think it's Shakari, I keep saying it wrong. And uh, when Shakari mm. ran the qualifiers and made the Olympic team, oh, right my, when she won. My bad. Um, no, I'm, I'm just want to make sure because I don't, you know, I'm a stickler for names because people say mine wrong all the time. Absolutely. Um, so when she won and, you know, it was around the same time, you know, that, you know, Gabby Douglas was qualifying along with the other young lady. I think her name is, what's the other little black girl on the team? Oh, I can't think of, it. I can see her little light skinned face, but I can't call her name. <laughs> um... Jordan. It is Shakari, you're Jordan. right. It is Shakari, Yeah, but Jordan, there's another young lady named Jordan on the Olympic team. Um, you know, that qualified. Um, and you know, just uh, is this a time where is it seem like every every other day we were seeing an amazing black woman athlete doing her thing at the Olympics and it was just it seemed like for a couple of days we were really excited about how black women are just going to come to the Tokyo and show out. Right. And so yes, we child. was all excited about that. And, um, you know, so quickly, you know, things have changed and it's not just the individual Shakari situation, but it seems like there's now this tension and people have taken sides and it's like petty and messy and boycotting the Olympics. And, and I mean, I understand All of all of that, Um, but I mean, I think Gabby raises a point, right? So it's like you know, you know, uh, you know, it's just it's just a difficult it's a difficult place for us to be in, and I mean, just really so soon after we were all really excited. I bought me a little um, who all going to be there? Uh, (laughs) Black girl (laughs) Olympic shirt, you know, with the Olympic rings. was like bamboo earrings. I bought one off of Instagram. And I just was so excited about my little ratchet girl Olympics, right? And now <laughs> everything it just seems to be so like, wow.
1: Um, I know, I know. So well, there may not be no Olympics, child, because now. Huh? Come on, Tokyo, Listen. Tokyo. You know they said the Delta variant is running rampant oh. through Tokyo, and now so they might the people, have to go. Are the
0: people of Tokyo vaccinating or no?
1: I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure. And I'm not sure how the vaccinations work with this Delta variant based off of the things well, I've been I, reading. I feel like
0: I see something every other day. Uh, there's yeah. some people that say that, that you know, the vaccine keeps you safe against the variant. There's other people that say it does not.
1: Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not even going to pretend like I even know. I'm not sure. Um, I know they were talking about how, you know... They mask culture is not out of the ordinary. They said, you know, when we have a tickle in the throat, we put a mask on and that's just out of consideration for the mass population. Um, But, you know, we'll see what happens with the Olympics with this again. Oh, Jeez. not again, just continuing because it just has never it gone, gone away, away. Right. it's just never gone away guys just an FYI <laughs> I, it's just mm-hmm. never gone away um, there was this white man in New Jersey who lost his everlasting mind and was harassing his neighbors. I don't know how the feud started but I know that he definitely was harassing his neighbors and in the middle of the feud it was caught on camera. So this man was caught on camera calling this family all types of racial slurs and epithets Mm. and all kinds of things and he started yelling his address and was like if you have a problem you come see me. The police came. He's yelling at the police in ways that we can't. Um well, his dumbass forgot how the internet works mm. and was screaming his address many times. And so the police showed up to his address and arrested him for assault and intimidation. Mm. He was charged with assault and intimidation. It was a small victory to see all of the people surrounded outside his house. Throw somebody was slapping him in the head with a Black Lives Matter flag. Uh, they were throwing they were water bottles and, yes, child, <laughs> it was actually pretty pretty fun to watch. I mean, I'm not gonna say sorry to be the Debbie Downer in the back of my mind somewhere. It wasn't like hey, they're gonna take this nigga and drive him around the block and then drop him back at home as soon as y'all clear out. I'm not gonna say I because I did think it, <laughs> uh, but it still, you know, it still felt good to see that this some. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I think it was a bright spot. I don't know. There we go. Thank it was you. Just like you know, all right. Like you know, you know right. It's just
0: like okay. It's like good. Like, we don't really know the long term implications of what happens or what no. what this is going to change. But to me, it does send some small message that you know.
1: It's just, it's just a good, good, good.
0: It's just like, you know, okay. Cause I mean, what blessed me is just like, he was like, y'all can't do nothing to me. What's going to
1: happen to me? And it was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. And then, it's, and then he got on the internet afterwards and this is how I know he's out. Cause he got on the internet afterwards talking about how he calls himself a nigger. Okay. And how he calls his friends white and black niggas. Okay. And how, you know, he just says stupid things because he hasn't been educated. Sir. Okay. Sir. All right. Sir. Okay. We heard you. We saw you. We heard and saw you. <laughs> so everybody fucking heard and saw you calling this man. And you were very pointed with it calling him all manners of monkeys and niggas and africa references Mm -hmm. and everything else in between so please please just save it save this tired ass explanation because it's tired
0: explanation it's an excuse but excuse
1: there we go excuse me thank you excuse save your tired excuse you might as well i really wish y'all would just sit up here and scream that you hate niggas from the mountaintops when you do because i know where the fuck you stand I'm not going to try and change your mind. I know where you stand. All I need to know is where you stand. That's where I'm at. And that's the trash this week. Shh. Oh, I think it's crazy. enough. I do yeah. agree that that is.
0: Plenty I think trash. It's enough. I saw online. Posi- I looked, oh. I'm looked. i sorry, very quickly. I looked no. very quickly and saw that only 8% of the population of the nation of Tokyo. I mean, in uh, Tokyo in, in no the nation of Japan, the city of Tokyo. Only 8% of of Japan has been vaccinated.
1: They might not have had um uh, re- they may not be having the resources. I don't know if they Well, no,
0: they said I, that they they set a goal to have a million people vaccinated by a certain time, but they just have not they oh, have okay. they've fallen very very short of that of that uh goal.
1: Is it supply or is it choice?
0: Um, it's not clear based upon the article that I just read, but I okay. mean, I just was looking in to see if whether or not there was a, a, a critical mass of people who have been vaccinated over there and it appears that there has not been. Okay. Um, so, you know, we'll see, as you said, we, we have a few more, a couple more weeks until things pop off, uh, for the Olympics. And so we'll yes. see how it goes.
1: We'll see how we'll see how how the titties fly, because you know they can fly any direction, especially when you're laying down. Uh, we have some positivity to get to a good shout out, so let's do that. My sister's popping right now. Like
0: this week's shout out to my sis is presented by Target. Target invests in Black creators and entrepreneurs by building a legacy of success. Let's rise together.
1: Discover more at target.com/blackBeyondMeasure. Beyond measure. So I'm really excited about the shout out this week. We actually got an email and I didn't even know about this company, but I'm so happy to know about them now. Um, The email says, hi, Kia, Jade and team. I hope this email finds you doing well. I admire. (laughs) Soon come, soon come. (laughs) I admire your getting grown podcast and especially love your getting mentality healthy episode. Thank you. Oh, g- excuse me, getting mentally healthy. Wow, you can read. I have a Portland-based skincare company that I would love to get on your radar, and it's Helen Rose Skincare. Since launching in 2019, Helen Rose has garnered over 200 five-star reviews, 200-plus five-star reviews on their organic skincare and body products and has partnered with American Express, Adidas, and Providence Hotels. Ooh. So the best they have uh, the best-selling Kapuok. Kapwaka I don't know (laughs) (laughs) Kapwaka Butter (laughs) Is known to soothe Itchy eczema (laughs) And psoriasis skin I suffer from eczema So I'm very excited To hear that A limited edition Pride Love Butter Was launched To celebrate Love Out Loud Um Helen Rose Skincare is on a mission to increase diversity in the wellness industry by centering dark-skinned black models in all marketing campaigns. And a portion of every cell supports Om Thrive Foundation, which provides wellness and yoga for survivors of trauma and domestic violence, including queer survivors who are often... Underserved. Since 2018, Om Thrive Foundation has connected over a thousand adult and child survivors of domestic abuse to yoga and healing services with the help of funding from Helen rose Skincare. So I thought it was really awesome. Um, this is a black owned business that supports the LGBTQ community. It's it. vegan. I love the interface of the website, it's clean and clear and easy to understand. So you will find all of that information in the description box, but that is Helen Again, all of that will be in the description box, but go get your life. Amazing. I'm super excited. All right, let's move on to this kitchen table talk.
0: All right, let's do it. We're all looking for the same things in life. History books that actually, you know, Report the history and not the fake news. A new Beyonce album, because honey, our bodies are ready. And skincare products that offer clinically proven hydration and leave the skin with a wealthy, healthy, non-greasy, glowing, luxurious finish. Now, I can't help you with the first two, but Neutrogena, a dermatologist-recommended brand, has the skincare goals covered with their Hydro Boost Facial Care line. The lines Hydro Boost Gel Cream and Night Press Serum are both clinically proven to strengthen skin's moisture barrier and lock-in hydration for 48 hours, honey. That's like four days or something. You'll get uncompromising hydration thanks to both products, hyaluronic acid, which has the ability to bind water and literally hold it within the skin's surface, girl. Neutrogena's Hydro Boost Gel Cream, I mean, honey, it's gel and a cream all in one. It's made with glycerin that penetrates the skin nine surface layers deep, honey, deep down into your business for long-lasting hydration. And the Neutrogena Night Press Serum, girl, it will revitalize your skin, letting you wake up to skin that's three times more hydrated than you normally would, honey. No ashy faces around here. Made with purified hyaluronic acid and supercharged antioxidants, it's a pillow-proof formula, honey, that won't ruin your good sheets and things because it melts right into your skin instantly. Both the gel cream and the serum are oil-free, dye-free, and non And So you understand that I'm a woman of a particular age, honey, and I don't play about my skincare. Now you know that. I don't want to be out here looking like the women of the cast of Encore on the BET. Okay, so I'm out here using all the products that I need to use to keep me looking youthful and luxurious and moist and supple out here in these streets as I age. So what I've been doing is using both the gel cream and the Night Press Serum. And I'm here to tell you that you, you know, what bags, honey, what fine lines, what wrinkles, it gives all that it needs to have gave. And I'm not just saying that. I'm actually using it. And I have been for a minute. And you're not going to be mad, okay? So I'm telling you, get on down to wherever you get your things. And get the Neutrogena Hydro Boost line. It can be purchased at every major retailer. Start your hydration journey today at Neutrogena.com slash That's N-E-U-T-R-O-G-E-N-A dot com slash Hydro Boost.
1: If you want a menstrual product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle, and the planet, you've got to try Flex. Flex is innovating period care with products that are body safe, made for comfort, and made to keep you moving. The Flex Disc is a one-time use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. It can be worn for 12 hours and holds as much flow as three super tampons. Three of them. Three of them, y'all. It's unlike any other period product you've ever seen, and you can wear it for (laughs) mess-free period sex. Hello! If you want to go zero waste, pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup with a patented pull tab that makes it the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy. I have to tell you all, it's so easy. (laughs) I actually... Um, tried a cup before that didn't quite work for me. And I was uh, very squeamish about, you know, sticking my little fingers up there and whatnot. This may sound like (laughs) a lot of information, but it's a period (laughs) ad. Um, So, you know, it wasn't really my judge. I was a little hesitant to try the flex when it showed up to the crib. And let me tell you, your girl was quite... Please, you you all know I like nature. Kia's always talking about me because I like to be outside, outside hiking and, you know, trekking through trees and things like that. Do you think that is really easy to do, ch- to change a pad? I mean, can you imagine the mess and the frustration? I don't have to do that with the Flex Disc or the Flex Cup. I And I got options, okay? You can do both. So make sure you all try it out if you want to try some and I, I mean, I am quite intrigued by this <laughs> by this period sex situation, okay? It's always been a hard no in my house, but <laughs> <laughs> but now we get to get busy and it doesn't get messy. Say goodbye to cramps, but put sex back on the table and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash grown and use code grown for 20% off flex disc starter kits or 10% off your first flex cup. Plus free US shipping. That's code grown at flex f L E X slash all right. Um so
0: as I mentioned during last week's uh Black Woman Self Care um segment, I've been uh trying to be a bit more intentional around uh practicing, like really actively practicing my um self-care, self-love, uh, mm-hmm. you know, growth and personal development, um like really doing the work for uh, I would say that for a while a lot of my, maybe I shouldn't say it like that. I was going to say, I've really d- done a lot of listening, a lot of reflecting, a lot of thinking, um, but I hadn't really been, um, when when I'm honest about the kind, like, you know, no reflecting on who I am and knowing how I learn and how I, you know, conceptualize and, you know, my own approach to really sort of adopting uh, and applying new understanding mm-hmm. um, in my life, I had just trying to been, you know, trying to been do it like I see, like modeling what others do instead of listening to my own body uh, and, and, and taking note of my own habits and mm-hmm. what comes naturally to me. And so as a student of life and as someone who is qu- sort of like, you know, very much at home in the learning space. So, someone who enjoys learning and actively learning through writing and those and, and reflecting and those kinds of things, I've been more intentional about applying that to my self growth, uh, self love, all of that stuff journey. And so, I started studying things, starting really, um, like using all of my thousands of notebooks to really write down and and really. Um, dive in to materials not just reading it and ingesting it but really sort of like conceptualizing it learning it what what it and, and um thinking about these things um with with a lot of in, intention and thought and so i uh have been you know everyone says all the time that that i need to be more kind to myself And I need to talk to myself as if I was talking to one of my close friends. And, you know, I hear that and that is very well received, like, you know, in terms of feedback. But when I think about what that looks like in actual practice, I've struggled as far as far as really applying it to my life. And so I want to do better about applying it. And so I've really been doing a lot of studying around like how to be your own best friend. How do you, Mm -hmm. what does it look like every day to show yourself Um, to to treat yourself like like a friend. And so that led me into doing a lot of learning and studying about like self-compassion, self-love and and all of that. And so I thought it would be cool for us to talk about at the kitchen table, you know, if we were to to sort of take a page from Beyonce when she told us to be our own best friends, um, you know, and and thinking about it from the perspective of like, you know who you are and how you treat yourself sets the standard for how you allow other people to treat you in all of your relationships. And I'm not talking about romantic relationships. I'm just talking mm-hmm. about like at work or mm-hmm. uh, you know friendships, all of that stuff. But you know how how you treat yourself, how you love yourself, really does set the standard for how you receive love and give love. So what would it look like for us to really be more intentional about thinking about loving ourselves and being more compassionate? to ourselves in much more applied and practical ways I love it let's do it so I started <laughs> off by by, um, well I'll ask you first okay if you had to define like self compassion or like what it means to show yourself like how do you show yourself compassion what does self compassion or self love uh, mean to Jade
1: oh Uh, Maybe not beating myself up as much for things Mm -hmm. that I cannot get done (laughs) right? in in the times that I think that they should be done in. Um, And the ways that I speak to myself, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Being just a little bit more kind, you know, even with the small things like, you know, you trip over something or do something, dummy. But like, you know, try not to do shit like that because words are spells. You're not a dummy. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 that's not what you are. So I try to correct myself and speak to myself in ways, like, like you said, that I speak to somebody that I love. Um, I think those are two of the big ways for me right now.
0: Yeah. And I think it's, I mean, yes, yeah, that's really spot on because the definition that I found for self-compassion was noticing your, uh, noticing your difficult thoughts um, and then showing up for them. Uh, mm-hmm. knowing, knowing, noticing your difficult thoughts. Also, you know, your limitations, also the things that, you know, the less, the mistakes that you make or noticing those things, but creating space for them and also creating safety for yourself as you process or deal with whatever it is that you're dealing with. Um, and so it's really about not being so quick to judge ourselves mm-hmm. And, um, what I am or be so critical of ourselves. And that led me to really think about like, you know, why is it second nature for me and for a lot of people? Cause I don't think I'm by myself here, but why does it, why does it feel so natural for us to sort of just tear ourselves down in the ways? Mm. Like, why is it that you, like you said, like if I, if, if, you know, we make a mistake, it could be something small, like, you know, um, Like, I I came home today after the gym and realized that I left a light on in my guest room and really just fussed at myself like I was a child. (laughs) Like, I don't know. What do you think that you have made of money? You in here leaving lights on in this house? I mean, and just walking out. Um, And it's not that I was like, you know, that's a small way. But, you know, I have absolutely been like, I'm the dummy who did X, Y, Z. Right. So, like, why is it? Why is it so? Why does it seem so second nature for us to do that. What do you think?
1: I don't know. I I think sometimes it's conditioning. Um, You know, and certain people have grown up in environments where it's been highly critical, you know, where expectations seem to be really high. Mm -hmm. And so it, it feels like, you know, they're always trying to, trying to meet those expectations. And when they don't, they crush themselves the way sure. that maybe they have been spoken to or maybe even in harsher ways yeah. Um honestly I think that's I, that's something I would, I would really love to like talk to Dr. Joy or somebody about why is it so much easier for us to talk shit to ourselves when I we think... don't talk to people that we love like that or Agreed. shouldn't talk to people that we love like that
0: I think there and I don't know um, like I said I'm not Dr. Joy but I agree that it's a good idea to probably have her or someone with some, you know, uh, training in, in, in this kind of thing to help us think through. But like, I, if I'm just thinking out loud, I think that there is a lot of pressure on black women to perform. Yes, absolutely. um, You know, in, in the best ways all of the time. Right. Absolutely. Like we are not a people who are, who, who have been taught or socialized. Like we don't have good models for embracing our mistakes and missteps, mm-hmm. and, and you know these are not even like you know I think in theory we we understand that that you know mistakes and experience is the best teacher. But, yeah, but we haven't but, always been
1: given the space,
0: right? And we are conditioned to achieve in all things, and to put and to to perf- like we're so trained trained to be so conscious of it image and how things appear. And I think that that puts a lot of pressure on on us. And I think, you know, those of us who grew up in households where that pressure was heavily applied, even when we left those households, like, you know, you know, applying that pressure, you know, we didn't leave it there. We didn't leave it at our mama's house. It came with us to college. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: it mm-hmm. came with
0: us, you know, and I mean, whatever choices that we decided to make. Um, you know, it came with us because we have to be on and we have to be the best and we have to be the brightest. And, yep. you know, there's this this constant competition and comparison that happens within us and, you know, between us and, and Black men or between us and other counterparts. And, it's, and I think that that has a lot to do with how critical um, and judgmental we can be mm-hmm. of our behaviors and the ways that we don't give ourselves the space and grace to sort of just have real life experiences, right? Yeah. Um yeah. and that yeah, I is agree. something. Yeah. Thinking about Even that. when we
1: were discussing Shakari last week, uh when we're when we're too good, mm-hmm. we're criticized. Mm-hmm. When we are good, we're criticized. When we are on par we're criticized right so every step of the way we're criticized as much as we you know she is a she is a issue you know we saw I saw that clip recently of Omarosa talking to Bethany um, where she was like black women have to be better in order you know in order for us to get anything we have to be better and we know that right and everybody in the audience booed well what the fuck y'all booing for it's true
0: but everybody, yeah, and I think honestly, like, not only it's unfortunate that, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's unfortunate that, you know, that that is a reality, right? We're conditioned yeah. to believe that, and that is there is a lot of truth, a lot of truth to that. Given a lot of the systemic inequities that we have to uh, navigate, specific those of us who are who are navigating the intersecting identity identities of being both black and women, like, Mm -hmm. double marginalities. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's not just us, but, you know, and I mean, or triple, depending on, you know, whatever other identities that we carry, because we're all multidimensional people. I, I think it is, um, it is just, it's sad to me that, um, it's like, you know, we don't, we don't ever create spaces for us to really sort of uh, be be nurtured Mm -hmm. um,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: to because I feel like nurturing is important to really sort of process and learn things, right? If we don't do anything, but just be so, if we're nothing but critical, Mm -hmm. um, then I think we limit the learning, right? So if Mm -hmm. we think about it, like as a teacher and if we're teaching a small child how to read or how to, count or do multiplication. Do anything. Right. If we don't do anything, but tell them that they should have known better. This is what they got to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm, There's mm. got to be, it's got to, it's got the criticism. And it's not, I don't even want to say criticism as it's always a bad thing. Right. Because feedback is critical to learning as Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, criticism, accountability, feedback has to coexist with that nurturing and compassion and affirming and that affirmation, right? It's got to be like, oh man, you made a mistake, but I know that you can do better. Right? Or I, I, you know, it's got to be a both and. And if we really think about, um, like, I mean, I get kind of sad when I think about like all the ways that I didn't get that coming mm-hmm. up, and how like mm-hmm. now that I'm an adult, I'm really you know, tasked with teaching myself that because I don't really know what God has in store, but should I become a mother? I don't want to, um, repeat that, uh, that practice, you know, and, you know, repeat that culture. Um, and I'm not shaming my family or Mm -hmm. my mom or anything like that, but I do feel like there's got to be a both, a both. And I can definitely say, um, that coming up, I definitely got much more, um, criticism, then I got Mm -hmm. nurturing and not to say that my mom didn't love me because she absolutely does. And I never doubted that I was never Mm -hmm. abused or anything like that, but there wasn't a lot of, uh, back rubbing (laughs) in, in, in my house. And I, and I recognize, and I know that my mom's felt like her responsibility was to make me strong and to make me tough. Um, but I don't know that, that, you know, I, I don't feel like, you know, uh, I, th- I think that you can do that while teaching your child how to be, you know, loving, compassionate, to extend grace to self Absolutely. and to others. And that's why, you know, I made me think about that conversation that we had with Fran um, when we were on The Whoop, when we were talking mm-hmm. about how you um, asked Noah if she's proud of herself and you're like really sort of cultivating that skill um building that muscle within her around you know letting her teaching her how to to be proud of herself and and how valuable that is the
1: and 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 I want to be really transparent with that as well I have to actively work on that because I've got it's the same thing and I think it's a, it, with a lot of us especially black girls I think our mothers or whoever raised us a lot of times and I'm not speaking to everybody's experience but it's like you I remember one time I'm not the most affectionate person in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember one day Tristan asked me, "Yo, did your mom like hug you?" <laughs> and not in a way where he was like, "Damn bitch, you a hurt ass," but he was just <laughs> like, "Yo, did your mom hug you a lot? Like, was she affectionate with you?" And I was like, uh, "Um, I was like, well, I know I know my mother loves me. Like, that's never, you know, we chat on the phone and." But I had to really be honest and be like, you know what, no, it wasn't like we weren't the most affectionate of people, which is why I have to pay attention to myself so hard as I'm raising Noah. And so that asking her constantly, are you proud of yourself, is also like my own work in making sure that I'm not passing um, some of those same things down. Because a lot of times the tendency is to be a little bit more highly critical, right? Because ultimately especially in you know when you're as a mother I'm sitting here in my mind half the time like yo I just got to make sure like she's good I got to make sure like she's a good human being. I got to make sure like she's going to be all right out here. And I think a lot of our mothers had that mentality and didn't quite have the tools
2: yeah, to sure.
1: express that in a different way where it could have been way more affirming Absolutely. as opposed to critical. And then it caused a series of other issues. So in me doing that with Noah, I'm reprogramming myself as well yeah, because that's not my natural instinct.
0: And it, and it is like, um, it is, and I recognize, right? So when I talk to my mom as an adult, I, I mm-hmm. understand, you know, and I see her as an adult, right? So when you get to a certain age, you, like we've talked about before, you don't see your mom as your mom. You see your mom as a woman. As a woman, as a human. And, you know, you, that, that gives you some really good perspective. Um, sometimes it gives you some, you know, I mean, I'm, it's not always easy, to, to you know but but
2: insight though gives you insight. it gives you
0: insight right because you do have to still kind of work through some other stuff but mm-hmm. when i talk to her you know i recognize and she's been very clear that she was raising me to be able to take care of myself mm-hmm. and not take care of myself you know when she says when, when she when she said take care of myself it was like you know to be able to be self-sustaining to mm-hmm. to, to build a life for myself to not have to depend on anybody, and yeah. you know, I get that, and that's that's really important. You know, um, you know, raising your your daughter to be independent, to be a leader, to be you know able to make her own decisions and to take care of herself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that those those are laudable and necessary, important goals, right? But I also feel like that there is more to the word care. Than just being able Absolutely. to pay my bills. Right. Absolutely. And so um I do feel like, and I've said this before, I do feel like my brother got a lot more nurturing than mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. And I've said this, and people, I mean, it's a joke, but it's not kinda. <laughs> and I don't and again, <laughs> this is not me throwing my mother under the bus because I recognize that she was doing the best she could she can she could with what she had. And I came, I turned out all right. I'm not saying, you know. It wasn't all bad, uh, but I definitely felt like my brother was my mom's son and I worked yep. for that lady. I was her staff. Mm-hmm. It was her, you know, she was my manager. She, mm-hmm. she managed the tasks that she gave me um, and she cared for me and made sure I had everything that I need. She kept me safe and all of that. So she was absolutely an amazing parent. Mm-hmm. Um, but just in the way of really sort of... Um, modeling and I recognize that it's probably cuz she didn't get it. And so it's not a shot, right? But I mean, in the way of of um teaching me the importance of practicing um you know how to take care of myself personally and emotionally. Um was something that I feel like I did not get. Um, And so now that I am an Mm -hmm. adult, I'm really working on like, okay, so what do I need to do to sort of break that Mm -hmm. pattern? Yeah. Um, And so, as I said, my research led me to really exploring um, how do you practice that? And I found, let me see, I found seven things here that I wrote down and I feel like it would be... um, Cool to share those things, please, and we can chat about them. So, beating yourself up inhibits you from trying new things and taking chances. Um, liking yourself, even when you mess up, is the crux and the important part of uh, you know self compassion. Acknowledging that mistakes are a part of life, um, it's par for the course as experimenting exploring um and being courageous are all critical um you know for us to learn as we grow into you know adults so Mm -hmm. how do you practice it instead of judging your feelings explore them examine them and get to the root or origin of them and try to look for the lesson that they could be teaching you um so in being a friend to yourself how to be your own best friend um the first thing that that uh the literature says is to really think about joy right and and first figuring out the things that bring you joy and Mm -hmm. really being conscious about weaving those things into your life and we've talked Mm -hmm. about that right so like having and i think we probably could could go back and revisit that right so like um we should all be conscious and be able to like. If somebody asks you, Jay, what brings you joy, what do you have like an answer prepared?
1: Like I know what I'm gonna say. Oh, I. What brings me joy? I love I love being outside. I love um, I love being with the land. I love being with the earth. I think it's a beautiful thing. I love exploring and seeing, you know, the gifts that we've been given. I think it's just a beautiful thing. It brings me like immense joy
0: absolutely and so that's dope right so like when you're feeling um you know when you experience some challenge or hardship and then you may find yourself in a place of judging yourself or you know you know that you can do something to bring you joy you can go outside and go for a walk mm-hmm. or go for a hike or do something that will sort of um you know bring you back from that place of you mm-hmm. know beating yourself up uh, another thing that you can do is to acknowledge your achievements. Be proud of yourself. Compliment yourself, which is what we were talking about before with Noah, um, mm-hmm. you know. And I've been trying to, uh, I, I, my, my one of my good friends and coworkers, Maria, we have this practice at work where at the end of our work day, we send each other one thing that we accomplished, mm-hmm. one thing that we... Um, one one goal that we have, um, for tomorrow. Okay. And, uh, one thing that we're looking forward to like,
1: like every that. day,
0: like every day okay. he said, like, you know, or one thing that, I mean, it's one of no well, maybe it's four things. Cause I think we talk about if there's something that's on our mind, something that we're worried about, like, you know, we'll share that. We also share one thing that we accomplished today and it doesn't have to be like a work thing. It could be like, you know, I made it to the gym um, or I got my laundry done. Um, And then, like I said, it was another thing was another, a a goal that we have for, for for the following day. Um, And we kind of hold each other accountable and that's just, you know, in the office um, and we create space for us to sort of uh, vent any frustrations. But the first one being an accomplishment is really key because it allows us to say, you know, I'm proud of you for that, but I'm also proud of me for that. So like I um, love that. I I've been working on that. The third one is forgiving yourself. Um, and and realizing that forgiving yourself is something that you're gonna have to do over and over again. Yeah. That second piece was some was like mind blowing to me, right? Because I recognize that, you know. You know, I will say I forgive myself for that. And then, you know, I'll be still thinking about the thing that I had supposed to forgive myself for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, (laughs) And so mm -hmm. it's like, no, girl, we moved past that. We have forgiven ourselves. God forgot about it. And now it's time for you to forget about it. Right. So forgiving yourself and recognizing that forgiveness is a daily practice sometimes. So just like you're supposed to ask God for forgiveness every day, you need to forgive yourself every day so that you can continue to move forward. That was a that was a a okay. game changer for
1: me okay <laughs> i'm like, like shit because i do woo. need to forgive myself for many things every
0: day every <laughs> single day right i gotta forgive myself every day it's like dang i thought i forgive myself on monday no girl you got to do it again no, today every time
1: yeah. you do every time you do some shit oh. that you about to cuss yourself out for for real forgive yourself silence
0: the inner <sighs> critic Um, and, and, and this was good to me because silencing the inner critic was not just, you know, telling her to shut up. Right. But sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to prove her wrong. Mm
2: -hmm. What Mm -hmm.
0: I've noticed about myself is that my inner critic, who, like I said last week, sounds a lot like my mama. (laughs) Um, even though she's not like, it's not my mom. It just sounds like her. Um, my inner critic. Uh sometimes my imagination and my inner critic will get together and bring me to some place of of uh, not even real possibility like it's not like mm-hmm. my mind will go to irrational pla- you know very quickly if I don't let it if I don't watch it Um mm-hmm. and so and, and she will get loud and she will be like it's gonna <laughs> happen hey girl I, and then you have to tell her it's like no girl So my feelings, I will get in my feelings over something that I have created (laughs) and I have to slow myself down, bring myself back and be like, girl, well, what has actually happened? And so I have learned to not only in silencing my inner critic, I question her and Mm -hmm. I find holes in her story because if I look deep enough, she don't have all the answers, right? So like Mm -hmm. she's often operating from, you know, a very one sided and limited perspective she doesn't have the facts. My feelings run amok, but my, the, I have to bring her back to the facts. And if I take the time to, to, you know, really deal with her, I can often, you know, prove her wrong if I just take the time to do it. So it's about not letting her run amok in your mind, instead trying to cultivate the inner advocate. Um, that, that, so that's really about practicing bigging yourself up.
2: I love that.
0: Yeah. So it's like it's like activating the inner advocate. So my inner critic will tell me all the time that I have all this work to do and I'm never going to get it done. Um, but my inner advocate says, you have had many weeks where you have had many, many things to do and you've always found a way to get it done. And so what we will do is we will make a plan and we will try to stick to the plan as best as we can. If we can't, then we will adapt the plan, but we will get it done. So it's about, it's about
1: telling her that she doesn't know what she's talking about. I, I have been trying to, so the same way that I've been cheering Noah on, I've been trying to do the same thing with myself. Mm -hmm. And so we wrapped up a project this week, actually, XD and I, um, that we are super, super, super proud of. And at the end of it, I had to step back and say, yo. You motherfucking did that shit, bitch. You did that shit right there. And that's how, like, I really do try to champion myself in the same ways that I do when other people who I love accomplish things and I'm sincerely happy for them. Mm -hmm. I remind myself that there is no reason why I can't be just as happy for myself.
0: And that's not, like, it's not being prideful or lacking humility. It is simply acknowledging that you worked hard on something you set a goal Mm -hmm. and you accomplished Mm -hmm. it and that is worth noting that is worth congratulating yourself for absolutely um so that's what's up number five respect yourself not on just some aretha franklin stuff but respecting yourself means that you make promises to yourself that you will keep If you respect somebody, if I respect you and you let me know that something that I do offends you, or if you let me know a boundary that you have, I respect that boundary. Mm -hmm. And so when I respect myself, I make myself a promise that I'm going to do these things and I'm gonna respect that promise.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. So I thought that was cool. Number six, find ways to self-soothe. Figure out what makes you feel better in the moment. Like, in, in the moment when things are, are getting on my nerves, I f- you know, I figure out the things that soothe me. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's laying down for 20 minutes. Sometimes <laughs> it's eating some Sour Patch Kids. Sometimes it's getting on the Peloton. Sometimes it's texting or calling a friend. Sometimes it's cutting on the music. Sometimes it's watching a YouTube video. Today, I watched The Wiz. <laughs> I had the whiz on <laughs> while I was doing my work and was in here talking about <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> just, just, you know, just trying to keep the momentum. These are the things that soothe me when, when, when people get on my nerves or when things get on my nerves or when I get on my nerves, finding mm-hmm. ways to bring myself back. What are the ways that you soothe yourself,
1: Jade? Isn't that the, oh, how do I soothe myself well you all know the main way that I soothe myself <laughs> with that good green pacifier <laughs> but um, and it is it's a relaxation for me but I also like I told you before making my teas and my candles not to be a parrot but What's making my tea? teas and my candles my diatomaceous
0: herbs my,
1: diet, my tinctures <laughs> and things making those soothes me cleaning my house soothes cleaning me cleaning my house has, I don't know who I have become It soothes me. But it only, only though, when I'm not on an extreme timeline and when there's nobody here. It's not the same when there's niggas in the vicinity. You're
0: right. You're right. But I am getting up on Saturday and changing my linens and sweeping and cleaning Feels
2: good. I mean,
0: it's just like, oh, I am filled with such gratitude. And I tell, you know, I'm cleaning my house. This is my home. I'm responsible to keep it clean. I will keep it clean in here. Yes.
1: That makes me feel good. It makes me feel good. And then also breathing. I love a good like exhale <laughs> when I am when I am feeling in what you know, if I'm feeling a little out of control for a second, I'll just stop and literally just do a <sighs> mm-hmm. And be like, all right, okay, all right. And do it a couple times. (laughs) And be like, all right, we good. We Gucci. And then those are like, that's like a small way in how I soothe myself. So those are some of the ways that I self soothe. So good. And then I just try to lean into how I'm feeling. If a bitch is hungry and wants a burger, I get myself a burger. Yeah. Like and I sit down and I find something I want to watch. It may be ridiculous, it may be a documentary, it may be whatever. But I sit down and I eat my burger and I like however I'm feeling in that moment, I try to honor that. And I find in an honoring and not all the time, obviously, which is why like right now I'm a freaking chicken with my head cut off. Like the amount of stress that I am feeling right now is immense. Mm-hmm. However, um you know, it's not a bad stress, and I stop, and I have to, like, I had to stop and check myself earlier. Alright, bitch, the things that you're stressed about are actually, like, wonderful things, right? You just take a moment of gratitude, breathe, and the shit's gonna get done. And that's kind of how I talk to myself, too.
0: Absolutes, Absolutes. Alright, so the num- number seven, the last one, mm-hmm. is, is a big one, right? And I think it's okay. become my favorite, but... It is relinquish perfectionism. I put on my Instagram a while ago, I think I need to run it back. One of my favorite quotes of life now is like perfectionism is not a virtue. It serves the ego, not God. Um, Surrender the need to know and control every detail of everything. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Perfectionism, it often masquerades itself as uh you know the things we find ourselves obsessing over Mm -hmm. um you know and if we really think about it it really does boil down to us needing to to us feeling compelled to know to understand to to control to have a say in all things and other people's choices and uh, you know how other people deal with us and and, yep. you know, how, you know, other people move, what people say, and all these things, you know, how we are showing up all the time, how every outcome, every, you know, circumstance. And the fact of the matter is nothing is ever going to be perfect or go according to plan. Flawlessness is a facade. <laughs> um, and it is something that is honestly, when you think about it, it's boring. Um, And it doesn't serve us at all. Mm. It is Mm. through it is through mistakes. It is through missteps. It is through fear and nerves and trepidation and all of that, Mm -hmm. where we learn all that we need to know about who we are, about what we're doing, about who we serve, who our God is. All of that stuff is revealed through the difficulty, Mm -hmm. through the uncertainty, through the stress, through the strain and not glorifying stress and strain. Right. But just saying that embracing the uncertainty sometimes, right. Embrace, embracing, whatever it is that you're dealing with, showing up, being scared, doing it anyway, showing up. This is how purpose is revealed. This is how, who we are, our, our true identities, the things that we've been created to do, all of these things are revealed in that. And all of that is a form of self-compassion because we allow ourselves the flexibility to try and mess up mm-hmm. um, and to be okay with not getting it right, to be okay with with getting it wrong, with making mistakes, with thinking things are going to go one way and they go another and, you know, giving ourselves the grace to, to you know, we've never been, whatever age you are, you've never been that age before. Um, whatever, mm-hmm. w- you know what I'm saying? Like, I've I've never been, I've never been. And that's why like, I had to do this at work one time because my supervisor was really getting caught up in comparing, you know, our performance this year with our performance mm-hmm. last year. And she was doing that big time during COVID. And I was just like, you cannot do that because what we are dealing with is unprecedented you cannot expect us to show up in the ways that we showed up last year because the all, the whole, everything has changed. Mm -hmm. And so we have to give ourselves enough grace to recognize that as our circumstances and the context around us change, we get to grow into them. And sometimes Mm -hmm. we'll bump into some stuff and Mm -hmm. it'll, it'll hurt or we'll break something or we'll fall down. And we just have to challenge ourselves not to get stuck, uh, at the point where we tripped over our feet.
1: But we gotta get up again and keep going.
0: So surrendering. When
2: you're
1: running, you ain't you don't stay down there and go to sleep. For real. (laughs) When
0: you fall, you don't just lay there. You have to find a way to get up again. And Mm -hmm. perfectionism, perfect races are not a thing. So we have to relinquish perfectionism in our in our quest to be our own best friends. When your best friend does something that that they didn't want to do, didn't plan to do when they make a mistake, you don't sit there and say, yeah, man, that was dumb. You shouldn't have did that. Unless Um, it was really dumb. Unless it was really dumb. But even if you you do say it, it's never like you should never try again. You should never, you know, it's never from a place of like you want that person to stop progressing. So why do we do that to ourselves?
1: No, very true. Very true. Very true. Ooh, child. I, and perfectionism is boring. Think about the bad seed. Rhoda was a child whose pigtails were perfect and her clothes and she could play the piano. It wasn't until you found out that she was killing niggas that she got interesting. <laughs> 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 true, that's man. what got interesting. No, I like this exercise, actually. I think that's something, this is something that we should revisit because, you know, things could switch up and change be different seasons but you still need good reminders so
0: yeah man we got to be our own best friends and i don't know if you guys want to come along with me as i'm learning what i'm learning but i just thought it would be cool this week for us to talk about what it means to show ourselves some some compassion and to nurture ourselves as much as we you know as much as we are so worried about paying bills and taking care of ourselves fiscally and you know professionally Mm -hmm. we also need to take care of ourselves and nurture ourselves and be good to ourselves um
1: absolutely
0: you know love on ourselves a little bit
1: well a little bit i know we've been discussing a lot of self-love and self-care but nigga this this is what the times that we're in right now these things are of the utmost importance so um i hope that this resonates in some way uh I would love if you all took some of those seven steps. We'll put the links in the description box uh, where Kia found this mm-hmm. information. Um, and maybe we can expound a little bit more, make this a community. Yeah, I would love community to know if Other people, thing. people
0: have other things. Like this, this seven list, this list of seven is just kind of what I've found, you know, based on what I read. There's tons of more resources out there. And other people, I'm sure, have lots of other thoughts and ideas. So please weigh in. And let's keep this party going um keep this conversation going
1: absolutely uh shall we move on to our honesty box We shall. shall. Things go better Mm -hmm. when they go your way. Am I right? And with Windows PCs powered by Intel, you can make, share, and do what inspires you and impacts others. Whether you want a laptop, a tablet, a pen to take notes on screen, something that can handle all your apps and games, or the graphics and speeds for gaming, with Windows PCs powered by Intel, you'll have a device that was made for you. So you can keep making what inspires you and everyone else. Windows and Intel Made to Inspire Learn more at Windows.com Slash Made to Inspire Windows.com Slash Made to Inspire
0: Honestly Truly
1: So before we start Our Honesty Box This week We wanted to Remind you all To send Your Honesty Box Questions in For a special Episode Of Getting Grown That will be Coming soon Sponsored by None other than Who Brrr, Hey target where we have spent entirely too much money
0: all of our coins
1: all of them so now you know with us spending all of our coins there they are ready to get me deep into your business and so are we so make sure you are sending your honesty box questions in for a special bonus episode of getting grown that will be coming soon with that being said let's get into this week's honesty box okay Hello, Dr. Kia and Chef Jade. I hope this email finds you both well, safe, and with everything you need. Thank you so much. She would like a pseudonym. She, her. Uh, Lenithia Leakes. Lenithia Leeks writes, I am 26 years old and I've found myself in a difficult spot. My current boyfriend, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I
2: couldn't it. Okay, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, Lenithia. That was a uh, good <laughs> belly laugh. Sorry.
1: my current boyfriend and i have been together for about two years now i really love him and his patience with me is unprecedented i told him after a few dates that i like to take my time before i get involved physically with someone i didn't give him a timeline or anything just to be safe he was cool with those terms and we have continued dating i told him i wasn't a virgin but i'd only had sex once before what I failed to tell him is that I have a fear of physical intimacy that stems from something that took place on my 21st birthday. To make a long story short, my ex got upset with me because I told him I wasn't ready to have sex with him. It turned into an argument which turned into him forcing himself on me. Oh, wow. It was my first and only time because after that, I had no desire to be physically intimate with anyone. But now, with my current boyfriend, I'm conflicted. I want to have sex with him but fear... But fear is not letting that happen. The other night we were watching a movie and messing around. I was fine until he got on top of me. I kept telling myself that I was okay and to relax, but my anxiety started to kick in. I was in full-blown panic mode when he started to kiss my neck. I couldn't see his face and that was trigger number one for me. I asked him to stop and he did, but but I can tell he was frustrated with me. He asked, "Are you ever gonna let me make love to you?" Which was trigger number two, because the night my ex assaulted me, when he um, assaulted me, he called what he did to me making love. Part of me wanting to tell my boyfriend right, what part of me wanted to tell my boyfriend right then, but I just couldn't bring myself to say it. This past week is around the time my ex assaulted me five years ago. My birthday was June thirtieth, and all of this is happening with my current boyfriend a couple days after my birthday has made it worse. Typing this email, even with little to no detail of the assault, was extremely emotional for me. We're sending you, love. I know therapy is the next logical step, but emotionally, I don't know if I can unpack all of that right now. After my ex assaulted me, I pushed it to the back of my mind and left it there. There are random triggers from time to time, but I try to suppress anything I feel in those moments. The other night was no different. I feel emotions very deeply and always have since I was a kid. I suppress certain emotions until I'm ready to deal with them and sometimes for longer than I should. I'm torn because my boyfriend is obviously concerned. I told him it's me and it's something I need to work through but he keeps asking why I won't let him help and support me. I really don't want the way he feels about me to change because of this and as of late I feel as though I have been selfish because I haven't told him what happened and I feel like I'm holding him back from a more complete relationship somewhere else. He called me last night at 2 a.m. and said that he's here for me no matter what it is and that he just wants to help, but I just couldn't bring myself to say it. It's been five years and I still can't say the word. I use assault because it softens the blow of reality. I guess I'm asking should I walk away from this relationship? I don't want to, but but am I being selfish by not telling him? I haven't told anyone else about this and I'm lacking in the solid advice department. Any insight or advice would be very much appreciated and welcome. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate you. Oh, Lanithia. Oh. Yikes. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I know you said it, and I know I, I I know I you said it. You said you know therapy is the next logical step. You said it. Um. Go ahead, sis.
0: I mean, I want to just. I want to just cur I want to uh first thank you for yeah 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 um your yes, courage sorry. um in sort of sharing with Jade and I I, I don't know yeah. I feel unqualified and <laughs> ill-equipped yeah. to really to really uh speak to this um I'm gonna do the very best that I can but just know that we're offering this to you as friends, right? Not,
1: um, not professionals. Not
0: professionals, but just people who genuinely care about your well-being um, and your health and safety. I think you know, as you said, I know it's very hard, and I know what it's like to to, to live a trauma that you don't want to recount. Um, and I recognize that there is great fear around. Telling your story, um, but I I just want to echo your your sentiment, and I feel like what Jade was saying as well. Like I I I just want to echo that you know there's great value in really helping get, getting some help from a professional around how to process this and how to kind of reclaim your life. Um, and decenter this one thing that happened to you um, from your life and your identity because you are so much more than what has happened to you. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. So I want to kind of first say say that and and say that it is my prayer that you will find the strength and fortitude to seek mm-hmm. out someone to talk to about this, a professional to, to really talk to about this. Yeah, because um, I feel like that would be the best course of action as it relates to your boyfriend. Um, I am just in a space right now where I am prioritizing just like bold and reckless honesty and transparency in my relationships. Mm-hmm. I feel like for a long time I have worried that my truth would cause people to treat me differently, but I'm learning that if my truth causes people to treat me differently, that is something that I need to know right away. Mm. Um, mm. And so I feel like your transparency with your boyfriend, um, although difficult, um, would really be in service to you. Um, And I, I say that because he has been so accommodating and so understanding and he has expressed that he has a willingness to support you. And I would say that you need support. Um, and you've been carrying this on your own, uh, for so long. And so, if I, but I understand, I also understand the, uh, how triggering it can be, uh, for you to kind of have that sort of connection and intimacy with him. So, I don't know. I, I don't know that I have a solid, or, or I don't know that if this is the best advice, but I feel like, um, as you, as Jade was reading your letter, I was just like, you know, I think I would encourage you to tell him, um, but I don't know. I could be wrong. What do you think, sis?
1: I um, I I want you to do what what what's gonna make you feel better, uh, which I don't is I don't know what right now, but I don't want you to tell him. I don't want you to tell him because he's pressuring you he's pressuring you exactly but i'm 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 just wondering again not as a professional just as a friend if maybe you might feel a little relief from telling him and well, yes. maybe you start That's with baby steps like That's what I meant like i don't want her to carry this on her Right own. and not even in the, exactly, and not even in the sense where maybe you're not ready. Maybe, because you already know that therapy is, like, a necessity for you right now, right? You know that. You've said that. Um, but you just, you also acknowledge that you might not be ready. I think that's very fair. That transparency is super honest and very fair. We don't have, um we don't, we, everybody's not ready to go sit down on the couch and, like, spill it all, right? So when we say when we tell people to go to therapy, it's more along the lines of, please go speak to somebody professional about this because we don't want to be irresponsible. But I I love the fact that you admitted that you may not be ready for that yet. So maybe you take it in small steps. Maybe you tell him in the same way that you told us and you let him know ahead of time, I'm not at the place right now where you can ask me any additional questions and I'm not in the place where I can discuss this any further. And when I am, I will make those steps to do so. But maybe you start with something small. And nothing is small in this instance, but you get what I'm saying. You don't have to go the whole shebang. You don't have to go find the therapist and sit down and and, and go every, every grueling detail that, that would trigger you in that moment. But I think even just letting him know um, a little bit of what you're dealing with so that it can relieve you, like Kia said, of just carrying that around alone. This is so much for you to be carrying by yourself. She says she's never told anyone for five Anybody, years. Yeah,
0: that's so, so. That's I feel a like lot. That is a heavy, heavy, yeah. heavy burden. Um, and so, again, I think Jay J raised a great point. I wouldn't. I'm not saying that you should tell him because he wants to have sex. Because that's not, you know, that's not where we are. Right. I do feel like he needs to know, in terms, I mean, with respect to your boundaries, and like Jade said, you can't. You have the power to determine how you tell him and what you sh- what you choose to share. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. You can be honest about this without, like Jay said, rehashing every detail. But you know, if he has said that he's willing to support you, then this might be a way that you can sort of test out and see if that is, you know, you know, this is what, this is what support, supporting me looks like Mm -hmm. this right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, supporting me may look different three months from now, but in terms of what I'm dealing with in terms of, you know, Uh, in terms of what we are experiencing and sharing as a couple, this is where I am and I'm letting you know so that you can make a decision as as far as what's best for for you but Mm -hmm. also just in terms to keep myself safe moving forward, you know, in the spirit of full transparency, I want to let you know what I'm dealing with. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, not really, you don't have to give him everything but you can, you can, you know, sort of see if he is the person that can can be uh, a support to you through this, um, because this is this is something that you can, you know, you you've lived through and you survive, but how do you how do you get like you know I want I want to get to the place I would love to get to the place where this is not the main focus. Mm -hmm. of of your
1: of your life of your relationship of anything
0: you know what i'm saying this is something that happened to you but this is not who you are
1: no it's not it's not who you are and i hope that you're able to find some relief um lenithia and if you could if you could uh please keep us please please hit us up and if you want you know kia and i if you need us to chat with you on the side we're happy to do so the same way you hit us getting grown podcast at gmail um that's n- this is not something we want you to just be left to your own devices uh you know you've been dealing with this on your own for this amount of time so we hope any of that was helpful but please please keep us posted and keep us updated and we send you lots and lots of love
2: absolutely
1: for sure shall we move along to our self care
2: sure adios Oh, oh, yeah. all
1: right it is black person self-care time um and mine is very it's like it's a uh it's a very specific one or not specific what's the word i'm looking for i don't know nigga i'm tired i went and got myself a massage very nice. basic like i needed one really bad my back my neck were killing me and i said Let me call up George and just see if he has any availability. And George was like, I have something at 830 tonight. Is that too late for you? I was like, I will see you at 830. (laughs) So despite anything that I had going on, I had to make my way over to George because your girl was in an immense pain. And I was very happy I did. It was in the pouring rain, and I did not give a fuck. I got my massage hour and a half everything I needed where he was able to work out a bunch of kinks. So that's my self-care. Very simple this week.
0: Oh, amazing. Um, I, uh, okay. So I have been um, trying to be, uh, well, I will say that I am um, still getting the house together. Mm-hmm. And um really enjo- enjoying enjoying doing that um and so i've been spending a lot of time just kind of putting things together and setting things up um and i bought myself uh something that i've been wanting for a long time um and it was delivered this week so i'm very excited Ooh. about that
2: well what
1: you get you're gonna tell you you're just gonna leave us hanging
0: i was but yes it's a big it's a big uh <laughs> like, it's what a the big fuck? floor-length mirror Make like a big
1: mirror. You finally got... You really wanted one. hmm I love it. I can't wait to see it and hear where you got it from. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> wonderful. Um, have we gotten our other things put together yet or not yet? What other things?
0: Oh, well, my... Uh, yeah, the entertainment center is assembled. I just need it mounted on the wall.
2: Hey!
0: Um, but I... Uh, but yeah, I, I have <coughs> a few other... A few other items that still need to be assembled, but...
1: Um, I know I fell short on my TaskRabbit search duties. I will get back on that. I'm still leery of the... That's why I'm going to find you one. I'm going to check the ratings, reviews. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read through. I'm going to do the due diligence. We'll see. <laughs> Let's get to these petty peeves. Okay. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty.
2: P-E to the T-T-Y, honey.
1: So my petty peeve this week is for Nike. You know, they charge you a $25 overnight fee if you would like to get your shoes overnighted to you. Okay. They give you the option if you would like to select ground shipping or if you would like a two-day. I paid the $25 for the overnight because I needed the shoes before we leave for this trip. And they still did not arrive. They are somewhere in the middle of Tennessee. And I would just like to know if I'm paying $25 for this overnight, at what point are you all going to give me an update? Why do I have to keep going in manually to my tracking to figure out some shit that was already supposed to be delivered? I just wonder, why do I select overnight shipping if that is not an option? Is it because the American pilots went on fucking strike? Was it coming on an American plane? (laughs) I don't know, but I'm irritated because I need my sneakers.
2: Are they still on strike?
1: They're on strike. And I fucking ordered a pair of Adidas hiking sneakers that were two sizes too big. So then I had to hurry up and order the Nikes. And then they're not here. I'm just, I'm just feeling very white woman right now. (laughs) I'm terribly, terribly sorry. And also, just another side note, really quickly. For any of you whose mothers, uh, parents, whoever raised you, if they planned a vacation or a family road trip, and you give them a kiss. Oh, Lord. Give them a huge kiss and express gratitude. Because when I tell you it is not an easy feat, now it is something Tristan and I are very proud of, but it is not easy mapping this shit out. And these niggas did it without the internet, so they deserve extra <coughs> praise. <laughs> you That's guys are it. Driving. We are, we are, uh, we are going to Portland, and then we are driving down um, through the Northern Redwoods and along the coast, and making a stops in. in in one of the towns no not the sundown town of mckinleyville i listened we are not going there um but we uh, yeah we've planned like hikes and maps and tristan's been out there mapping which part of the redwoods we're gonna go to and
0: that sounds exhausting
1: but it's yes but it's going to be rewarding but kiss your parents or your whoever raised you just kiss them We went on road trips, but Rhonda never took me through the woods. Well, Rhonda packed your clothes. She
2: did.
1: Rhonda had to figure out how many days you niggas were going to be gone. And then from there, make sure that she had enough clothes for you to have, but not too much where you all have overpacked. She did this with two kids. Then she had to make sure she was good. She Mm -hmm. had to make sure her house Mm -hmm. was clean before Mm -hmm. she left. She had to make sure there was no old food in the refrigerator like... All the ins and outs. All the ins and outs. But I'm not complaining.
2: (laughs) What's your petty peeve?
0: My petty peeve. Okay, so as I said, my black woman self-care, I ordered a very large piece of furniture. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And I paid $100 for
1: this furniture to be delivered
0: to my home.
1: That was just the delivery fee. That was just the delivery fee i'm very rich okay go ahead and
0: so uh honestly um you know i was expecting the men in their white gloves to come with the box oh yeah bitch. bring it inside put it where i want it to be yeah all of that i happened to be downstairs in my kitchen prior to my staff meeting yesterday and saw on my security camera some man leaving a very large box outside my door. And he put it there and walked away. He didn't even ring the doorbell. Oh, hell no. Or nothing.
1: Nah, for, nah, and so oh, nah.
0: I walked all of my 2,000 parts outside of that door. And he saw me And knew immediately that he was wrong. Mm. Okay? You knew Mm. immediately that you were wrong because he was like, oh, you need me to bring it inside? Motherfucker, do you think I'm going to bring this shit? I said, well, how else am I going to get it in the house? (laughs) How? How am I going to get it in the house? (laughs) I said, I saw you tiptoe this big box outside the door and not ring the doorbell because you was just going to leave it there. You wasn't even going to tell me this big expensive piece of furniture was
1: outside? And you fucking tiptoed because you knew. You knew.
0: Oh, you need me to help you get this inside?
1: If you don't get your big
0: roly-poly cheeseburger looking behind (laughs) into this house and what? Are you dumb?
1: Yes. Yes. No, that's not dumb. That's lazy. That's what that is. That nigga tiptoed because he was being lazy. I said, oh no. Oh no, sir. Not with a hundred dollar delivery fee.
0: I said, is you crazy?
1: You all better deliver that with a chilled bottle of Lambrusco. Okay, Mm. for me to enjoy while you assemble and mount whatever the fuck this is. (laughs) Hell no. I said, oh no, no, no. And you gonna leave this shit outside my door?
0: I mean, and walked away. And I opened that door so fast. I know you're not about to do that. I opened that door, so and I was just grateful because had I been upstairs, I wouldn't even have known.
1: Mm. And then you would have had to try to carry and all of that heaviness inside I
0: by said, yourself.
2: Mm-mm.
0: He was like, oh, you need me to help you? I said, how else I'm supposed to get it in the house?
1: Why did I pay 100 American US dollars, nigga, for delivery? Mm-mm. It was for much, you to man. ring my fucking ring doorbell. He didn't even ring it. I said, You were just raggedy. You're raggedy. No, that's raggedy and lazy. That's extra levels of lazy. I'm snitching. Fuck that. This this is the kind of shit I'm talking about. I work hard, nigga. I'm black in America too. I work hard as shit, nigga. But you don't get to just be doing shit. Hell no. You don't get to just be doing shit off the strength. Put this shit in the house, nigga. And I will tip you. That ain't no problem. I will tip you on top. Of the damn delivery fee that I just paid. That cost the amount of my oldest child. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to break this shit to the house. Get out of here. That's another episode of Getting Grown. (laughs) Thank you all so much for coming and sitting to listen to us complain. (laughs) And uh, figure out how to love ourselves. And just be a, a goddamn mess. We are just grateful that you come to be a mess with us. Um,
0: mess is is important we're supposed to be a mess
1: mess is allowed it is because it would be boring if it wasn't imagine if your house was just always clean sounds like a dream but anyway (laughs) (laughs) tell them what to do carry us out
0: absolutely what I want you to do is always and forever mind your business and I mean really mind it I mean get so deep down in it that you don't have no time no energy You don't even have the means to be worried about what other people is doing because you is so deep down in the bag that's yours, okay? That's what I need you to do. I want you to moisturize your insides by drinking the Lord's water, okay? (laughs) It's hot outside. It's 1,000 degrees.
2: Yes, it is.
0: And you must hydrate yourself because you're perspiring. And, I mean, walking around here smelling like lunch meat, you got to drink water. Okay, it's very important you got to moisturize your inside, and you also must moisturize your outside, especially your heels, because you're probably wearing flip flops and they are exposed, and we do not want to see them if they are cracked.
1: Because I've seen some crack. of y'all's heels.
0: Yes, they will crack because they are dry. Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, and wipe your titty
0: sweat. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's real out here in the field. It's very very warm. Stay safe out here, and um, we love you guys, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. (laughs)